Hello and welcome to Kit Plus TV supported by Media Proxy. Now, remote production is very much here to stay. We're doing it here, of course, ourselves. Um, it's safer, greener, generally more efficient. Yes, and with IP technology developing so fast, we're, of course, going to see new products and new ways in which IP can be deployed. So here to tell us about a new IP remote device control product from Data Video is Adam Levitt, one of their technical consultants. Hi, Adam. Good to see you. Welcome to the show. Hi, both. Thanks for having me. So, Adam, we, we hear a lot about remote production, especially over the last 18 months or so. Um, it's been a great way to keep COVID safe. And of course, it's reducing your carbon footprint as well. But it can be a bit complicated. And I understand that data video may have the solution. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, sure. So um, I think when we use the term remote production, um, what we're essentially talking about is controlling production equipment from another location, typically over the public mm. internet. Um, a lot of the groundwork's already been done because most equipment these days can be controlled over IP now. Um, it's not so common to see RS-232, RS-422 for controlling cameras and switches anymore. Um, so the challenge is really how we take equipment that was designed to be controlled over IP, but on a local network, and we control it over the public internet instead. Um, so as an example, if we take a, a very simple setup with a couple of Pantone zoom cameras and a vision mixer, you might have a hardware controller for the PTZ cameras on your desk, and you might have a hardware control panel for the vision mixer on your desk. Um, PTZ controller and the control panel are going to be connected to the cameras and the switcher using IP. So how do we take both of those controllers to another location and allow them to connect to the PTZ cameras and the vision mixer over, over the public internet um, just as they did locally? Um, there are a, a few ways to do this. Um, if you know what you're doing, you can open ports on firewalls to let the controllers through. Um, but of course, that does require a good understanding of IP networks. And uh, there's also some inherent security risks in, in doing that. Um, another off-the-shelf solution might be to set up VPNs, so virtual private networks between the two locations. Um, but again, this, um, this requires a, a good understanding of IP networks, um, as it can be hard to set up and manage. So. What Data Video have just released um, is a solution that allows you to do this securely and without the need for any IT background or a strong understanding of, of IP networks. So the product in question is called uh, the BB1, or, which is short for Black Box 1 because it's a small black box. So you can see <laughs> the box here fits in the wow. palm of my hand. Um, and yeah. these are sold in a, a starter kit as a pair so um you get two of these in a box um but you can buy yeah. additional single units um and this hardware works in conjunction with their cloud service called uh, db cloud and essentially you just need a black box at e each location um, each black box connects to the cloud and all of the complex ip routing is done for you in in the cloud so if we look at that previous example, we would connect a, a black box 
into the same local network where the cameras and the vision mixer are. Um, and then we would take another black box and connect it to both controllers. Um, if you're using data video equipment, so vision mixers and cameras are data video and the controllers are data video, that's all you need to do. The controller will detect those cameras as if they were in the same room and it just works. So effectively, you know, it's a, a transparent bridge between both of those networks over, over the, um, the public internet. If you're using third party equipment, so non-data video cameras, uh, non-data video controllers, it will work with anything. All you need to do on the control side is just tell it the IP address, um, the cloud IP address. Each device gets a, given a unique IP on the cloud that you need to pop into the controller. Um, and you will then be able to gain full control over those devices, just as if you were uh, in the um, in the same room. And so that's just one example to give you an idea of, of how the technology works. But, um, hmm. you know, right now I'm talking to you using my webcam over vMix call, which is essentially a, a WebRTC connection. Um, if we wanted a better quality image, we could install um, a BB1 here and another BB1 at your studio. Um, I could have a PTZ camera on my desk and that camera could stream using the SRT protocol um, directly into vMix right. as a source. Um, the cameras, lots of cameras these days have got H.264 and H.265 encoding built in them. So we can stream straight into vMix as a source. And you could also um, control the Pantom Zoom camera on my desk from your studio using the, the Visco over IP function within vMix. Excellent. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean I th the first thing that comes to mind is that there are a few solutions for, you know, you mentioned SRT, that there are other solutions out there for remote control. How does their approach, how does the approach that they're taking differ from some of the others on the market? Yeah, there are, there are a number of solutions available for remote camera control. Um, lots of these take a similar approach where they um, take an NDI source, they convert it to SRT to go over the internet, and then they convert from SRT back to NDI again, the other end in, in software. Um, and of course, we now have uh, the new release of NDI 5 and NDI Bridge, um, and that does something very similar using NDI 5's <coughs> native reliable UDP rather than, than SRT. Um, so firstly, what makes this different is that this is a hardware solution. Um, it's an appliance that once it's paired to the cloud, you just power it on and it works. All the management is done in the cloud. Um, it doesn't require a PC, it doesn't require a computer. So it's very easy to, cre um, to create, you know, flyaway kits or remote interview kits that you can just send right. out to turn the power on. Um, and they and they work. Um, secondly, and probably more importantly, it's not just camera control. Um, really think of this as a universal solution for the control of any IP devices. So, um, of course, you can control cameras and switches, but you could also remotely control teleprompters, video hubs, video decks, encoders, decoders. Um, the possibilities are almost endless. So Adam, I, I didn't, um, until today, of course, I didn't know about the, the DV cloud. Um, it sounds like it's got possible uses elsewhere as well. What else can it do? 
Yeah, sure. I mean, we touched upon DB Cloud earlier um, because it's what enables the the BB One to operate um, without the need for any IT infrastructure changes. So you don't need public IP addresses. You don't need to play around with firewalls. Um, but it also does a lot more than that. So it supports restreaming. So this is a concept that um, most people are familiar with, where you can send one video stream up to the cloud and have the cloud send that out to multiple destinations, yeah. simultaneous streaming to Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, and so on. Um, however, um, we're not just taking RTMP in um, and pushing RTMP out. We can actually um, take SRT in on the input side. Um, um, and just briefly, SRT, SRT, Secure Reliable Transport, um, it's a protocol that deals with um, packet loss and variable latency jitter um, much better than, than RTMP does. It works much better over poor internet connections than the traditional RTMP protocol that you use to stream to the likes of Twitch and Facebook. Um, those platforms don't support SRT, but by using an SRT um, cloud service between your encoder and them, you can get the advantages of SRT because um, the most reliable part of the chain when streaming is the first mile. You know, it's the rural broadband connection at your house. It's the the dodgy Wi-Fi at the venue or the, the weak 4G connection. Um, once the stream's made it to the data center, it's generally very reliable from, from there on. So uh, using SRT gives you a, a much better chance of getting the stream to the data intact when the connectivity is, is poor. Um, the DB Cloud also supports point-to-point um, -point encoder to decoder connection, so site-to-site -site encode decode. Um, again, using um, SRT um, gives you reliability, also gives you end-to-end -end monitoring in real time. So with the statistics that are available on the cloud dashboard, you can monitor the stream all the way from the encoder to the decoder to be absolutely sure that every frame is making it. You can see statistics that tell you how lossy the network is, how much packet loss there is. And then, of course, you can adjust the encoder settings, such as the latency value, before you go live so you don't get any nasty surprises after the event. Yeah. Um, and finally, the, the data video MVD series of decoders um, are actually natively integrated with DB Cloud. So when you sign those into your DB Cloud account, you get full control of the decoder from the cloud. So you can manage as many decoders as you need to remotely, change all of the settings on them, and you can connect encoders to decoders with a, a single click. So almost think of that like a video video matrix in the cloud. Well, interesting. I mean, I, I, it all sounds very good. I'm assuming that the uh, DV Cloud does attract a, either a subscription fee or some kind, yeah, some kind of cost. You give us an idea of roughly what sort of area we're looking at. Do you know? Yeah, sure. So currently there are, there are two subscriptions starting at 49 US dollars a month for the essentials plan um, and going up to 99 a month for the professional plan. Uh, really, the key differences between okay. the two are the number of encoders and decoders that you can connect and the number of black boxes you can connect. So with the essentials plan, um, that's two um, black boxes. So obviously two sites, one control site, one remote site. Um, yeah. With the professional plan, you can actually have up to six. So um, you know, if we go back to the example I had earlier of, of using it as a way of ingesting re remote guests. You know, if you had a, a, a BB1 in your studio 
I had one here. We could have a, another guest in another part of the country sending an SRT stream from his Panto and Zoom camera as well. And you'd be able to control all of those remote sites simultaneously. Mm. Yeah. 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 And the BB1's new, isn't it, Adam? Are they shipping now? Where can we find out more? Yeah, yeah, they've just started shipping. Um, so stock is available now. And the best place to go for more information would be datavideo.com. Fantastic. Good to hear. Um, thank you very much for coming in and talking to us, Adam. Do check out datavideo.com for all the info you need. Thanks to Media Proxy for their continuing support of Kit Plus TV. And thank you for watching, of course. See you next time.